Hello, this is Martin from Sowen, and you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, hello, Martin. Last time we talked to you, you were in your daughter's room showing us her snake. I think it was during COVID. Yeah. yeah now in my now I'm in my son's room, <laughs> and he also has a snake. Really? Yeah, of course. I was going to ask whether he has a hamster or had a hamster, and now there's just the snake. <laughs> uh, we actually have hamsters too. My younger daughter has two hamsters and a dog. You can't keep oh, that's your, nice. the snakes, though. No, no, no. That try to avoid putting them in the same room, right? Because it feels stressful for the hamsters. I think. Oh yeah. Anyway, you doing okay? I'm very good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for taking the time again. I appreciate it. Of course. Rena, you want to jump in? Uh, you you can like take the lead because Martin, like I managed to forget today was podcasting day, and I'm here at the Bodum Bar. Um, with some bottom beer, so. <laughs> so I'm ready also, to go with it. Yeah, jump in, Bruce. Do it. I'll just jump in. So Memorial uh, due out here at the beginning of the month, I believe. Now that it's complete, uh, what's been the response to it so far? I know I've heard the singles and pretty good response. Very positive, yeah. Very good, uh, both from uh, media, which means just. People we've talking to, you know, making interviews and, and just hearing what they think about it. And uh, from our friends, uh, which, you know, are the ones who kind of tell us the truth about things. Right. Uh, so, very good. But you must have those friends, right, that are always saying, oh, it sounds good no matter what. How do you know who the, the real people are and who to trust that that's real? I, I don't really have those friends. Oh, really? I don't know, no, like the yes sayers. Yeah, uh, I thought everybody had those people like, oh yeah, it's great. No, yeah, but I I probably don't ask those those friends. <laughs> right. So when you when you were writing this, again you guys took on some heavy topics. I mean last time it was uh the political unrest and that sort of thing, and now it seems to be like more towards war and I was reading you got some PTSD stuff in there. Do you consciously go in there thinking about that? This is how we're gonna write it, or does it just come out? Oh, no, no. We, always, I think we were very inspired by what was happening that moment, and and when we were writing this album, the the invasion of uh, the Ukraine happened, and uh, with our bass player being being Ukrainian, that kind of settled uh, the emotion of thinking about the war. Then this was also the revolution in Iran with this. Uh, you know the first uh, the, the, this young girl that that got beaten to death. Yes, uh, because she didn't wear uh, I think that also. Uh, I don't know. Gave us gave fuel to how the album came out because because it's a very aggressive album for being uh, us and um, somehow. Uh, but you know when you talk about these things and you you have this. 
messages, you know, the music needs to be serious and, and strong enough to carry, you know, the words. Right. And, Do you feel a sense of responsibility to bring these uh, issues to light, bring them to the attention of? Yeah, I think, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I always felt like, uh, I don't know, it's, 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 I'm always been a metalhead and, and it's the only thing that, that is, uh, what I feel a lot more uh, punk rock is when it comes to to lyrics. I don't know what the fuck happened uh, at the end of the nineties that we just stopped talking about social matters, important things, and we started talking about uh, astronomy. Mm -hmm. and, and <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, and even your videos are usually right on point, you know, with what's going on in. I think it's great to bring to light some of these issues, especially since a lot of people may not even know. I think it's, I think there's, I mean, it's a lot easier not to talk about them. Yes. I oh, I 100% agree. It's easier to be introvert and, and do your poetry that only you understand and do all that. It, you know, it gives a, a little bit of a, gives you more mysticism and at the same time is you don't need to be faced with some things that you have said in interviews and stuff yeah i don't I, want to take way out but <laughs> no i think it makes people uncomfortable but maybe uncomfortable is what you want right because then you're forced to see what you mm -hmm. may not have watched on the news or something like that right <laughs> but if that makes you uncomfortable it's just because I don't know, social media or society today has, has messed or with our minds so much that if you're saying logical things like uh, a girl shouldn't be beaten to death because she refuses to wear certain clothes. Right. A man shouldn't beat the shit out of a, a young girl because of this or that. Uh, honestly, I mean... It's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, like the world is not a safe sp space, you know? Like it's ridiculous to expect that you know <clears throat> like if you are unaware of these things then you are deliberately closing your eyes and ears and but, but i think a lot of people are right i know i agree yeah it's, it's, a, choice. it's a choice not to uh, talk about the things uh, for most of the bands it's a choice not to to say anything that really fucking matters you know at the end of the day and uh, and it's uh, i think it's it's making our music, the music that I love, the music that my all my friends and my family listen to, dumber, which is okay. it's how the world is going, and, and we gotta really it's on on it's in, you know on all of us to to fight against that. Oh, I do. You think it's happening on purpose? The dumbification of people. <clears throat> I think it's it's more comfortable to be dumb or to play dumb and to avoid uh, things that make you know may make you sad or angry or where you may have some kind of face-to-face uh, uh, -face discussion with someone is is of course more comfortable to just don't think about it and talk about uh, some youtube clip where some some someone ate something funny right uh, but it's not really helping no, no, and like, <clears throat> don't don't put a tinfoil hat on me. But like, 
there it, it's been studied that the like IQ, the general IQ of the population is going down. It's going down, and it's like it's easier to control people who are not that smart or not that educated. So, like in in my opinion, it's not not an accident that there's so much of this um, fluff and and just uh, like down. content that is is meaningless. It's just brainless, meaningless fluff that you can consume without it affecting you in any way. Like you know that you watch watch a fifteen second TikTok video and you forget about it in the next four seconds and you move on to the next one and we become this like. Um, uh, fast food society when it comes to information as well and content. And it's like, you know, these complex uh, subjects like war and, and inequality, they take a lot more of your, your brain resource to get into. So like, if we are just fed this fast food in the form of information, then that's what we get used to. And that's what we go for. Yeah. But it's not, it's not only that. It's also that, Things like war and inequality, and, and they make you feel something. Right. Going, seeing, uh, you know, war images, understanding what's going on, it makes you feel feelings that are not as nice as uh, the feelings that the TikTok videos. Uh, right. Maybe. Of kittens. Right. Yeah. And handling those feelings, it's harder for the younger generations today just, just to be closer to. To sadness, to anger, and 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 stuff, uh, because they they raised differently, you know, kind of reaching out to all of these uh, very uh, various videos that just keep you entertained and give you, you know, that yeah. that little bit of company all the time. Uh, so yeah, I agree with what you just said. All right. Awesome. <laughs> you guys got a lot going on this summer, right? I mean, you just did download and then you're getting ready for a September tour. Yeah, we've been busy, uh, which is nice. Uh, so, so yeah, now we're actually having a little bit of a vacation here for a few weeks. Um, but we're going to start rehearsing soon for the tour. And we've done a many festivals we have a few more to do it's been a, a very good year for us is it very nice to, nice to be back and out playing again yes it is it is and uh, i mean and i imagine the crowds are loving it too right the energy has got to be amazing because you were away for so long it is i mean we it's, 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 we have only had i think the whole imperial period these two years with that we've been touring have been really really great for us there's been a lot of new new doors that have opened and we got to tour south america a couple of times we got yeah, to tour in Europe, which we never did before so it's uh <clears throat> it's looking bright there is people out there still interested in in uh old men complaining about the world <laughs> oh, for sure for sure and like you came here to finland as well you played that outdoorsy gig here in the capital area somewhere i missed yeah, it, it was, but a lot of people came out and, and was uh very successful oh yeah you guys totally have a serious following here 
I've heard that them. I've heard that the South American fans are pretty rabid for metal, right? What was the reception like down there? South America is magical. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Oh, there are magical people. There is. Uh... It's I don't know I I really love it might be because of course my roots are South American but I I, I for some reason I feel at home yeah. and and I just and I think everyone here everyone in the band just had a, an amazing time in in South America and, and uh, the crowds are so you know they give back so much energy so it's uh it's a, it's a very rewarding. Uh, yeah, I've seen some videos online, like with even with Monarch and the crowd singing right back with it. It's pretty cool. Or right back with Joel. They sing everything, man. It's it's really, really amazing. Excellent. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. So what do you guys have planned after this? Uh, was it How long of a run is it? Just a couple of weeks, right? I think we do, now we do four or five weeks. And then, uh, then we have a proper... Uh, vacation or vacation we start writing for the next album or we continue writing for the next album are you already uh, into the next one uh yes yeah because we start touring and then it's gonna be hard to find the time to actually sit down and write so we are writing all the time uh so yeah we we have uh this then we go to south america again nice and then the US and then another Europe and that's it's the that's what you do. How do you keep up? So we talked about it, we're not we're not young anymore. How do you keep up with the tours like this? Who is we, Bruce? <laughs> Who the fuck is we? Sorry, Vina. <laughs> Martin and I <laughs> I think well, I mean you come to the point now where you actually have to go to the gym uh, and work out a little to be able to face the tours. Yeah. Uh, and then you just go for it and we maybe have a little bit more day offs now than we had uh, when we were younger. Uh, but we still feel... I don't know. If, if you would ask me when I was 20, I thought that at 45... I will be in a wheelchair. And now when I'm 45, I feel quite. I think I, I think that physically I'm the same as I was 10 years ago, but psychologically <laughs> I'm just my, yeah, I think my <clears throat> I have I get enough of shit a little bit faster than right. I did before. I may uh, just um not be as uh, happy and inviting as I was when I was younger, probably. Right. That makes sense. Rina? So more of a fuck-off attitude, <laughs> which is a pretty healthy attitude, if you ask me. But <clears throat> no, I get it. But how, how's your family dealing with you being away that much? Great. 
No, we, right? We, they're we, just happy. Right. Good riddance, man. Good riddance. See ya. <laughs> I mean, we it's worked like this for you know since forever in this family, so they're used to and and uh, there's uh, there's routines that that work when I'm away and and uh, then I come back. I'm not away that much either. We try to always never tour more than a month and then just a month and come back. And honestly, for me, I mean, it really works. There's a, a there's a, a special vibe because you know that you're with your family and they're with their parents and they know and I know that I'm going to leave soon. And then there's a, a longing for that person to come back. So it's it's a, it's um, emotionally, I think it's, it's it's very strong and stronger than than it was maybe during the pandemic when I was here all the fucking time. Right, so you take advantage of the time you have. Sorry? You take advantage of the time you do have. Make the most of it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you kind of have the 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 energy and, and you're positive and you're you know more of a super dad. And what I was during the pandemic, I was here two years and I was no fucking super dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it all got to us, that's for sure. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know if there's anything wrong with admitting that we can be better parents when we don't have to assume that role every fucking day. You know, like when you get a break, it's good for everybody. It's good for everybody. It's a hundred percent. And in this case, yes, it, it it works for me. And when I'm home, my wife also is an an artist. She usually goes away to do her stuff so we have a very uh dynamic that really works that's beautiful really yeah anything? that's super important yeah that's like really important having that balance like not not to dig too deep into like your family stuff and everything but like <clears throat> i think it's equally fair to then uh enable your partner to have their life and their sort of needs and uh goals and whatever to be met and and you being the enabler of that as well when you're at home uh, everyone is to be happy otherwise there's no point really uh, right of course it's not only i mean sometimes you can be on a bus in uh, Serbia and feel in a gas station and feel what the f what the fuck am i doing here like i should be home right. it's like right or something but you know it's it's a this is a job too we need to pay our rent and eat sure. and this is the way to do it right no i agree so memorial out on september 1st if fans want to find you guys can you give us your socials uh, <laughs> just google so and like just they're google everywhere Snowen. that's fine they're like, you know they're S-O-E-N. That's where you want to go. <laughs> Just, uh, it was super lovely talking to you and um, super lovely seeing you again. Uh, last time we spoke about our kids and the choices we can sort of make for them, like, you know, the whole bullying thing and what's the limit of, of being yourself. Has there been any, any sort of developments in your thinking regarding that has, has like... So we, we were last time we spoke about like my, my kid, my boy 
wanted to wear a skirt and I of course bought it for him and, and let him wear it to daycare. And I can't remember, but we, we had like around similar age, at least one of our kids. So <clears throat> is this something that like is, is, is a relevant topic <laughs> in your family right now? Is it, is it like, you know, that your kids want to represent themselves in ways that uh, are unconventional? Uh, well, I, I, I remember actually that we, we spoke about this and, and it came down to <clears throat> what do you do? Do you act in, in the sense of do you do you act? Do you uh, kind of uh, save your kid from whatever bullying uh, he may face by not letting him use a skirt or the other way around? Mm. Or do you not there? to wrestle with the wolves and see <laughs> and to make a poem. <laughs> I don't know. There's no it's I don't think we have an answer, right? <laughs> I, I don't no. know. There's no manual, that's for sure. No. Yeah, I guess. And I guess it also is very much about the kid themselves. You know? I like exactly how how strong is your kid in, in that how Yeah. Yeah. How much can it take or or to it's, it's a tough one yeah yeah but at least think... in my case it, it went well like you know he got to wear a skirt and and then you know it was fine then they just had a talk with all the all the kids and like because some of them of course were like what the hell <laughs> but then right i imagine yeah nope. but but you know but it, it's it's a good thing i think Mine is starting school now, so it's a wider pool of of kids of different ages. So I guess that question like becomes even more pressing, you know? Like, you know, the, the consequences that can happen are different in, in, in daycare than school where there's, you know, much older kids and stuff. But let's see what he wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> The, the most important thing is not to, because I've seen this uh, uh, a lot. I'm not saying in your case, but I've seen a lot of of, of parents fighting. Uh, you know, ha using their kids to fight their battles. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That is is what, well, of course, that is just uh, being a coward yourself and kind of um, being a, a bullying your kids yourself. Uh, oh yeah. Definitely, completely agree. Has to has to stem from the child themselves, and yeah, but yeah, parenting it's a it's a doozy. Answers, <laughs> right? Uh, but it's a it's a interesting ride, and it's very rewarding yes, for the most. I agree for the most for the most part. part. I agree. For the most part, totally. All right, then. I could tell you an awful anecdote, right? No, but I don't know if it's appropriate. <clears throat> well, maybe it's not. I huh? think it might be. Go Helen, go for it. Well, you know, like you said, for the most part, it's great, but then you might might also end up in a situation like this. So I told my kid last week that today is cleaning day that we're gonna clean, and and he goes like, "Can I can I finally be the one to vacuum?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Of course, maybe I can allow this." And he's like, yeah, well, there has to be a very specific song playing when I do it. 
and that song was Eye of the Tiger <laughs> by Survivor. <laughs> and, and he's doing it. And then I'm like, all right, well, you should check under the couch whether there's stuff under there. So, like, you know, whether it can be vacuumed. And what was under there was my vibrator, oh, <laughs> which, which he grabbed. And he has recently found beatboxing. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, microphone. Mom, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like shaped like a microphone. He's like, Mom, is this your microphone? <laughs> and he just starts fucking beatboxing into my vibrator. Jesus. <laughs> And I'm like, holy fuck, Mother of the Year award coming nice. my way once again, once again. I'm like, no, sweetie, it's it's not a microphone, and you know. But yeah, th those are those are the top moments of mummying for yeah. sure. Great story. That is a great. Thank story. you. <laughs> You're not going to forget that anytime soon. Well, Martin, that's going to bring us uh, to the end, I believe. Well, let me mm. end on that note. Thank you. Hey, man, we were all over the place today. Hope you didn't mind. No, no, it's a, it, this is this is fun, man. This is this is how interviews should be always. Well, good. We just uh, like to chat. <laughs> exactly. We love having you, man. Yes. Thank you so much. Good luck with the record. Hopefully, we'll see you here in the states, or maybe even on seventy k this year. Ah, hopefully, yeah. I want to go back there. Yeah, I want, I want to see back. you guys there again for sure. All right. I'll throw it out. Have a great place. day, Martin. Hey, be well. I'll Thank see you, you so soon. much. Yeah, bye. -bye. All right, cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.